This is the Warrington Football Podcast, Season 2, sponsored by Touchline UK. On the Warrington Football Podcast tonight, I am flying solo, so I've just got a full roundup of all the weekend's action for you. This is the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome to the Warrington Football Podcast. Rick Ward here to guide you through all the weekend's action. I said I was on my own, but I'm actually not fully on my own. I'm joined by half a broken man today. We usually record on a Sunday night, but um, due to some self-inflicted injuries, Mr. Mike Bayliss was not uh, well enough, shall we say, to record last night. So we're recording on a Monday night for a change. Mike, are you up to speaking yet, or are we still struggling a little bit with your your flu? We'll say. Uh, yeah, we're struggling. The struggle's real. <laughs> Let's put it that way. The struggle is real. Is it a, a full two day flu that you've got? I would say it's a very much so a full day. I'm getting too old to have those beverages anymore. I think. Yeah, it's, it's it's never good when you have a, a flu like that, is it, Mike? Oh no, no, nice bucket, no, no tissues, just buckets is what I can say. <laughs> well, I've just uh, been speaking to your lovely lady wife um, about your escapades on Saturday night, and um, they were very, very humorous. But I don't think we'll share them with our listeners just yet. And that's not no no photos would be shown of said events either. Brill. So, just going to jump right into it, guys. Um, there was no game for Warrington Town this weekend. They were due to play Southport at home. So, uh, the rematch from the first game of the season. Unfortunately, the pitch at Cantilever Park fell victim to the weather. It's it's not very often that Cantilever Park gets called off and when it does it's it's often because the pitch is frozen because it's such a well draining pitch so it was a frozen pitch so that game was called off and um, so no game on Saturday for Warrington Town they are next in action tomorrow night so we're recording on Monday Tuesday night weather permitting obviously with um, the storm that's currently battering the side of my house um, they're travelling to Buxton so, weather permitting, that'll be a game for Warrington Town, but just watch this space. As soon as we hear anything, we'll repost any tweets just to make sure that everyone's aware and nobody travels to Buxton to find the game has been called off. Warrington Islands, on the other hand, did manage to get their game on. Um, they made the long old trip up to the Lake District to play Workington AFC. As we were mentioning last week, it's always a really, really difficult place to travel to, even 
in the height of summer, it's still a very, very windy, very chilly, wide open pitch at Workington. And it proved to be a really challenging game for Warrington Rylands. Workington, very strong physical team, um, raced into a two-goal lead in the first half. Both goals coming from their captain, Dav Simmington, who's been a fantastic player at this level for a number of years now. Uh, the first goal coming down the left-hand side, it was a quick counter-attack, and he's placed the ball left-footed past Luke Pilling in the Rylands goal to give Workington the lead. And then the second goal, um, if you see it on the Workington highlights on YouTube, it's, it's a fabulous strike by him. It's about 25 yards out, and he's hit it with the instep. Um, the commentary lads from Rylands now, Frank and Allen, they called it a finesse shot, which I believe is a FIFA term, but I'd never heard it before, so apparently that just means a strike with the instep of your foot. And it swerved and dipped over Luke Pilling. It's a brilliant strike, really, really good goal by Simmington. So Ryland's 2-0 down at half-time, made a change at the interval, bringing on Adama Sadibe, who'd started on the bench, um, and it was a pretty much instant impact. Marmadou Torre hitting the bar within a couple of minutes of the restart. It was Torre who hauled Rylands back into the game. Um, it was a corner from the left, Ben Hardcastle. His first corner was cleared to Furman. Furman played it back to Ben Hardcastle, who whipped in a really good cross into the six-yard box. And I was speaking to Mo as the players were driving home on the coach on Saturday, and he said he just closed his eyes and hoped for the best, but he's guided the header beautifully into the bottom corner to half the deficit for Ireland's. And then with 15 minutes to go, James Neald found his way into the box. The ball found its way to him. And he's shown a really, really assured finish, just sweeping the ball into the corner past Jim Atkinson in the Workington goal. So that made it 2-2. And then um, Workington had a couple of chances late on. Um, a couple of goal line clearances from Rylands, but I think watching the uh, I've watched quite a lot of the game from the footage, and it was a fair result in the end. So Rylands maintaining their unbeaten away record this season. So that again is is very very impressive to get to mid January and still be unbeaten away from home. The big result in the MPL this weekend was obviously Radcliffe versus Macclesfield. Radcliffe coming away with a win there. So Radcliffe starting to really pull away at the top of the MPL now. They have a nine-point lead over Islands with two games in hand. So that could easily transform into a 15-point lead, which, which could be unassailable by the end of the season. Radcliffe were my favourites at the start of the year and... I don't think many people would back against them now. They're, they're a very, very good team. Um, Marine had a massive win away at Bamber Bridge and they won 7-1 and have cut the gap down to Rylands to four points. Um, works up uh, a further point behind, but a game in hand. So that could be reduced to a two-point lead Rylands hold over Works up. So Rylands still in second, four points ahead of Marine and Hyde. And Rylands are in action on 
Saturday as they travel to Basewood United. So Basewood sitting just above the relegation zone in 18th place. But um, they're a decent team when Ryland's played them earlier in the season. Basewood managed to get a 1-1 draw. Very, very hard working side. And they have picked up since changing the manager a couple of months ago. So should be a really good game again. It's on a 4G, so hopefully the weather won't um, put pace to that game and we'll have another positive away result for Rylands to talk about next week. You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. Uh, now going to quickly talk about the women's section. So, unfortunately, no games for Warrington Town women's this weekend, all Lim Rovers women, so no actual games to talk about. But just like to put out there a little bit of a plug for this. So, enjoy football, CIC, who we've had on a couple of times. Um, Dave Smith over there. Um, they are running a girls-only football camp on the 13th of February. So they've just put it out. We've shared it. I've shared it on my personal Facebook, and we've shared it from the podcast Facebook as well. So they say, believe we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to play sports and develop the skills and confidence that come with it. So whether your daughter is a regular player or just starting out, our football camps are the perfect place to build skills make friends and have fun. So come join us for some half-term fun. Um, the um, price is £18.50 per day and the holiday camp is running out of Priestley College on Larches Lane and that is 9.30 till 3.30. Um, there is a sibling discount available, so if you're in, um, interested in that at all, please contact inquiries at enjoyfootball.co.uk to book a place. So again, if you've got a daughter, sister, or a friend who loves football and wants to get involved, really, really great for them to get involved with Enjoy Football's Girls Only Football Camp running over the half-term break. Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. Um, got a match report from Tim, whose Vets team managed to get a really good 4-2 victory over the weekend. Um, so the first goal came from Liam Macker. It was all Bruce in the first half. Second half, Sean Wilkinson fouled in the box, leading to a penalty, which was taken by Adam Barnett to make it 2-0. The third goal came from open play. Barnett again with a great bit of play leading up to the goal. Um, the last goal came from Dave Taylor, set up by Andy Livo. Um, after that, uh, Bruce fell asleep a little bit for two late goals, but great laugh. Some good football played by us and Kev Wills, uh, did a fantastic job getting the pitch playable this week. 
So well done to Kev and well done to Tim Spets for getting that very well in victory. Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Going to start running through the weekend's action. So, as you'd expect, there was a few postponements this weekend. So, um, just the one game in the Cheshire Prem. Edgerton getting a 2-2 draw at home against Garswood United. So, both those languishing to the foot of the table, Edgerton in 13th, Garswood in 14th. So, no real change at the top of the division, which is still being led by Parklands. Um, Six-point lead and seven games in hand over Altrincham. So, I don't think anyone would bet against Parklands sealing that Premier Division title this season. Into League One of the Cheshire Leagues. So, a couple more games in here. So, Billinge lost 5-3 at home against Sandbach United Reserves. Um, Dayton got a really good 3-2 win away at Cheadle Heath Nomads Reserves. Uh, special mention to Freddie Ackley, 16-year-old who got his first goal for Dayton, first goal in senior football. Well done to him. Um, Staniszewski got a goal for Dayton as well as did Ben Wright so really really good result for Dayton and we are having a guest on from Dayton next week so looking forward to speaking to Michael Nutkins about how the season's going so we'll talk to him more about that next week Malpas got a 2-0 victory over FC St Helens Reserves Widdenshaw Reserves Got a home 3-1 win over Avon Villa. So, at the top of the league, Upton still leading away. Um, 39 points from 17 games. Bollington are chasing them down with 31 points from 16. So, that could be reduced to a five-point lead. Then it's followed by Vulcan, Sandbach and St. Michael's rounding off the top five. Into League Two. So, few games and one story to talk about. So, Hartford lost by four goals to nil against Claybrow. And St. Helens Town got a 3-0 win over Pilkington under the 23s. So, Lim Rovers were playing against bottom of the table Wigan Town. And Lim were actually 12-0 up at half-time. So, had the makers of a really, really huge victory for Lim Rovers. But very, very unfortunately, one of the Wigan players broke his leg early into the second half. And as a result, the game, unfortunately, had to be abandoned. So, sending all our well wishes to the Wigan player. I uh, hope he has a very quick recovery. Nobody ever likes to see a player getting injured. So hopefully he makes a quick recovery and is back on the pitch very soon. So that game will have to be replayed at a later date. Into the Reserves League One. 
Just the one game in the County Cup. FC Kirby, first team from the West Cheshire League, got a 2-0 victory over Garswood United Reserves. So no actual league games in Reserve League 1 this weekend. Into League 2. Um, Parklands Reserves got a 5-2 victory over Sandbach United Development. And FC, uh, sorry, St. Helens Town under-23s got a 3-1 victory over Crew Development. So, Nosley leading the way, 33 points from their 14 games, followed by Withenshaw on 32, although Withenshaw have played a couple of games more. Listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. Welcome back to the Warrington Football Podcast. Uh, Going to run through the Warrington District Saturday League now. So, quite a few games actually got played this weekend, only a couple of postponements at Croft and Wollstone Rovers versus the Village Club, which had all the makings of being a really fantastic game. And again, in a couple of weeks, we are getting Chris Bibby from the Village Club to talk about their season so far and reflect on the double that the Village won last season. So, Holton Borough got a 2-1 victory against Sankey Vale. Goals there for Holton from Kieran Davis and Andy Turner. Runcorn Albion 2-2 with Farnworth Griffin. Sidak Sports got a 4-1 win against Bruges Athletic. Dion Griffin with the goal for Bruges there. Village Victoria Park Open Age got a 6-2 victory over Pierpoint. So that's a great victory there for um, Victoria Park, which maintains their second position in the league. So, still top are Sidak. Sidak, 28 points from their 11 games so far. Victoria Park, three points behind them, played the same number of games. And Wollstone Rovers first, one point further back. So, again, actually managed to get quite a few games on. Just uh, three postponements. So, postponements at Woodlands, Ryland Saturdays and Sankey Vale Reserves. But we managed to get a 3-1 victory for New Street Youth and Development. And Orford's first team managed to get a 7-0 victory over Wollstone Rovers Reserves. So goals there from Jordan Gee, Lewis Rossi, two from Nathan Shaw, Kyron Wood and Elliot Farrelly with the goals for Orford. So a huge victory for Orford first in that game. Um, Blackbrook still leading the way, still unbeaten, followed closely now by Orford first. So uh, Blackbrook still have a five-point lead over Orford and have played a game less. So Blackbrook very, very much in the driving seats in Division 1. Moving into Division 2. Uh, Crossfield Juniors lost 3-1 at home against Rainhill Town Youth and Development Reserves. Hale Bank versus St. Michael's was postponed. 
Orford's seconds didn't fare as well as Orford first. They lost by five goals to nil against league leaders Windle. So Windle very strong in that league. Then we've got a few cup games. So Burton Wood Reserve lost by four goals to against Earlstown Athletic Celtics. Then we've got Redgate lost 4-3 at home against Church Inn. And big old result. Um, Sutton Junction Saturdays got a 10-2 victory against Bruce Reserves. So Windle still leading the way in Division 2. Orford seconds, despite that 5-0 defeat, still remain in second place. And then there's a big gap down to St. Michael's in third. Moving into Division 3. Um couple more postponements in this league. So St. Michael's versus Penlake and Blackbrook versus Bold Miners were both postponed. And um, Pexhill leading the way in that league got a 5-3 victory against Clockface Miners. Redgate, um, sorry, I've just mentioned that in the cup. A uh, couple more cup games. Um, moving into the Sunday league now. So, obviously, recording on a Monday night. So, we've actually got a couple of games to talk about in the Sundays. A few cup games. Um, Avon Villa versus Heron Nicosia was an away walkover. Um, Brookvale versus Earlstown went the way of Earlstown with a 3-2 victory. And then... Top of the table clash, first against third, um, the Crown versus the Bridge, and it went the way of the Bridge. Um, the Crown had Reese Price sent off, so that probably affected them a little bit, but the Bridge came away with a 3-1 victory. So in the Sunday Prem, the Crown are leading the way. They've got 15 points from their first six games. Then they're followed by FC Sankey, who've got 11 from five games. And then it's the bridge with 10 from their six games. So very, very tight still in the Premier League in Sundays. Into Division 1, we've got Kingshead got a fantastic 7-1 victory against Ruskin. So goals there by Reese Ashcroft, a hat-trick for Louis Jameson, Crave Mather, and Jacob Stretch with the goals for King's Head. Um, Red Admiral lost 3-1 at home against Bull's Head in the Cup. And Warrington Dominoes lost by three goals to two at home against Witness Basils. You're listening to the Warrington Football Podcast. So that's our roundup of all of the weekend's action. So sorry it's only a shorter podcast this week. We'll be back next week with a longer episode. We'll have Michael Nutkins on from Days and FC. And hopefully you won't just have to put up with my voice and we'll have a couple more hosts on with us. So thanks for listening and tuning in tonight. Um this has been the Warrington Football Podcast and hopefully, yet again, we have shown you that Warrington is more than just a rugby town. So thanks, Mike, for putting this together and as always...
Thank you to our sponsors for this season, Touchline UK, and we'll see you all again very, very soon. You've just listened to the Warrington Football Podcast, sponsored by Touchline UK. Follow us on Twitter at Warrington Foot. Get our podcast from Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.